0: Well, hello, everybody. We are live. This is Go Gladiator TV. We are loud. My name is Harrison Painter.
1: And I'm Ryan O'D.
0: And we are your social media gladiators. All right, Ryan, so uh, what do you got for me today?
1: It's going to be a good show. We got uh, Marcus, and I'm not going to butcher his last name. He's coming on. He's one of uh, VaynerMedia's uh, right-hand people. And, uh, and what I hear is, uh, is one of Gary Vaynerchuk's right-hand people are close to him, uh, so it should be good to talking with him. And uh, a couple other stories you have for us. A couple other videos you have for us, I hear.
0: Well, I've got, uh, look, I want to talk about this story that, that's been happening in Florida. There, there's a football team, high school, mind you, high school football team in Hollywood, Florida, that beat the Pompano Beach High school team 83 to nothing. Okay, now, there's a big hubbub about this, and people are pissed. They're they're not happy about it, right? Oh, it's not fair. It's hurting the children, yada, yada, yada. Cry me a frickin' river, right? I come from the school that you have to learn how to lose big in order to win big, and trust me, I've lost big, so I know. But at the end of the day, these are high school kids, folks. This isn't Little League, Bantam football. These aren't children. These are young men who are getting ready to go to college and enter the real world and i think what saddens me the most and i'm sure the athletic director made the coach say this but he came out with a statement stating we did not go into the game looking to score that many points are you freaking kidding me you should go into every game looking to score 100 no mercy right if you learn how to lose you will learn how to win
1: Come on now, though. I mean, you're, you're talking about, sure, their high school kids are getting ready to go off to college, but negativity is always remembered a lot more. You're always remembered for, the, for your failures a lot more than you are your, your uh, winnings. And so people are going to remember this for a very long time. When They are. They're going to remember this. It I should mean, fuel
0: you, the fire to, to kick saying. ass the next time around.
1: It should. It should. But remember, high school kids are as, about as immature um, as sometimes grade school kids. I mean, when I was in high school, if we would have lost 83 to nothing, trust me, that would have been like our legacy. You and you know? think it this would have helps? Down. Do, I, do I think what helps?
0: Do you think it helps to coddle these kids? OK, so now they're going to learn their lesson in college when it could be too late? When they're working at McDonald's no, in the drive-thru, be- you want fries with that? I- because I well, lost eighty-three I to nothing.
1: I don't think you should call them, but I think there should be maybe a little bit of a limit. I mean, if you get to fifty points, sixty points in a football game, maybe you could start to look at it and go, okay, you know, when it like like you were saying, when is enough enough? Is what they were saying. I agree that you know maybe maybe they should learn uh, to to bring it a little bit harder. Um, but if these kids, I mean, if the if you have the ability to score eighty-three points and the other team scores zero. That is a little bit extreme. I mean...
0: So basically, if I'm at the negotiating table on a real estate deal with Donald Trump and he's crushing me, I should just cry and quit and throw up in mercy? Or should I take that experience, make it competitive, go back and kick his ass next time around at the negotiating table?
1: Right, but how do you know that's not what these kids did? I mean, these kids probably played played as best they could for all four quarters. I mean, we don't know how the how the game was played, but... You can almost bet that at least the, the, the team wasn't laying down and letting them score. I mean, well, if got the just story. Like letting the kids run by you,
0: this team I, beat the other the team last year, them? and, and the, the Hollywood, Florida team put in their backups, did all that stuff in the second half, and I think what pisses me off the most about this story is the coach coming back saying, we did not go in this game looking to score that many points. I go into every game looking to dominate. Every single game that right. I play and in my life is here to dominate. I'll
1: give you that. I'll give you that. Yeah, you should go into to, to a game looking to score. It is it is a competition after all. But there is some sportsmanship. I think that the, you, you got to look at uh, some sportsmanship involved in 83 to nothing. I mean, if the kids were just letting the, the player run by them, then, yeah, that's, you know, that's a little bit on their, their fault or on their side. But if they're trying and they're still playing their hearts out, then, you know, I don't know. It's tough to see an 83 to nothing because that's what that's what a lot of high school kids are going to remember. And high school is tough, man. The kids make fun of you, and they you know it's it's a tough four years. You know what? Suck it up. Suck it up.
0: That's where I come with that. (laughs) Suck it up. You know I'm sorry, folks, but I you know I'm just one of those guys that you know I never had anything handed to me. I always worked my butt off to get it. I I consider myself as Gary Vaynerchuk calls it hustle. I call it hustle 3.0. And uh you know, I'm sorry, man. I just think that that by the time you're in high school, it's time to start learning those those tough lessons Hello Hello
2: Marcus.
1: Hey, how's it going? Good, how are you? I'm doing Harrison, well. Can you hear can you hear him?
0: I can hear him, Ryan.
1: Sorry, I wasn't I wasn't sure that that, uh, that phone call was gonna interrupt like that, but uh go ahead and uh, and talk a little bit uh, about Marcus here for a second and then we'll bring him on.
0: All right, well Marcus is he works for Gary Vaynerchuk over at VaynerMedia, Media, which is one of Gary's multiple companies over there. And uh, you know what? We wanted to bring him on and talk a little bit about not just so much about Gary Vaynerchuk, but about Marcus, what he does, what he's seeing in the social media field, and where he sees everything going. So let's welcome Marcus to the show of VaynerMedia. How you doing today, Marcus?
3: I'm doing great. How
0: about you? I am doing awesome. So tell our audience here a little bit about yourself and what you do.
3: So, yeah, so... uh you know, I'm, uh, I'm 22. I just graduated from uh, University of Richmond um, from New Jersey. And uh, basically, I started working at VaynerMedia about four months ago. And uh, pretty much since I've been here, I've been uh, working on helping Gary promote his books and so doing a lot of uh, scheduling, a lot of uh, marketing, things like that.
0: Man, that sounds like a Minus lot of fun. What? <laughs> Go ahead. Oh, yeah, that, that, Great does,
1: time. that does. I know it's a. It can be a crazy environment. I mean, Gary Vaynerchuk himself seems to have so much energy. What's it like working uh, for VaynerMedia? Because I know you have you have AJ involved there as well. So, what's it like for working for Vay- VaynerMedia and and Gary Vaynerchuk? Um,
3: yeah, actually, it hasn't been as much of a shock for me just because uh, I've actually known Gary and AJ um, for about shoot, maybe like fifteen years now. So, uh, you know, I, I kind of was uh, eased into the process, but uh, <laughs> You know, it's been great working with them. Um, it's been, you know, a, a real eye-opening experience. They're both so passionate about what they do that it kind of just rubs off on everyone else. That you know, it's it's, it's hard not to enjoy coming into work when you can really get into it like that.
0: <laughs> well, that's awesome. So it wasn't a huge <laughs> hurricane, but how have you been dealing with? Because because four months now, you know, Gary just blew up within the social media world very quickly. So how are you and the organization dealing with such an explosive? Uh, amount of growth in a short amount of time
3: oh definitely um you know it it has been definitely pretty crazy um, I remember when I first came on we had about five people and now it seems like a week later we've got already like 15 20 people in the office now so it's been pretty wild but uh um, basically it's 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 uh, one of those things where you just as long as you're hiring good people and people are, uh, you know, doing good work and you can kind of trust everyone, then it uh, it all kind of works out in the end. We've got A.J. and Gary kind of running things, so they kind of make it easy for all of us
0: to handle it. Fantastic. And, Marcus, what uh,
1: what keeps you – what's some of the things that keep you motivated in that environment? What keeps you working? I mean, such a past, fast-paced environment, obviously – Um, going with that kind of growth and it being fast paced i'm assuming the office is uh is a fairly busy body place what what keeps you motivated
3: yeah i would say it's probably uh it's a mix of two things maybe 50 percent of it is just uh you know i really really like the people i work with you know they're all really great at what they do and so you know i want to do well because i want to do well for them and i want to you know not let them down and be able to make their jobs easier but part of it is just because you know i'm Competitive person, and so you put me around all these people who are really good at what they do, and you know I'm going to want to you know beat them and be you know the best person in the office. So, you know, probably a combination of those two things.
0: See, Gary's over there just grabbing an army of like-minded people, right?
3: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, it's it's, uh, yeah, it's pretty great. Everyone that works here is pretty awesome.
0: So, Marcus, let me ask you this question. Uh, you know, you work around a very inspirational office, but being 22 and, and out of college and all that. Who has inspired you in your life? Um, well, uh,
3: you know, basically throughout uh, my entire life, uh, the one person who's probably inspired me the most is my dad, which is probably kind of a cliche thing to uh, to say, but it's pretty well, true. Awesome. He's always you know, worked incredibly hard, and he's always kind of instilled that whole, uh, you know, me when I didn't feel like doing chores when I was 8 years old, 9 years old, kind of got me to start looking at it as opposed to looking at it as something I had to do looking at it as something that I could finish and kind of take pride in doing. So I kind of have taken that to heart. And so it's really helped me out going to work at VaynerMedia because, you know, you need to be able to hustle to work here. And being able to look at it that way makes it a lot easier.
1: Nice. Well, we do have. Uh, if you're just joining us, if you're if you're on UStream, um, go over to gogladiatortv.com. Uh, we've got Marcus from VaynerMedia um, working with Gary Vaynerchuk and AJ Vaynerchuk with us right now um, on the line. Um, a question came in from from our chat stream, and uh, I'm going to put a little bit of a twist on it because it's from Mike uh, Littman. But um, he ha- he wants to know what the what the best thing that you've learned from Gary so far. I'm going to put this twist on it. You worked. You work around AJ, which is um, somebody that's a little bit closer to your age, and then you also have Gary around. And then I'm sure that Gary has consistent, um, you know, big names and mentors uh, that you get a chance to access. So, like, what's one of the things that really stands out as far as a lesson or that you've learned or something that you've learned from them?
3: Yeah. So, um, I mean, it's uh, it's again going to be a little cliche because it comes and Gary kind of stresses all the time, and actually. Uh, I think you guys were talking about it recently but uh really like throughout my entire life you know like uh i've kind of been able to uh to kind of go you know 80 percent and be able to get by and in school and college and get by with good grades and you know be able to do stuff like that and this working here is really kind of driven home that uh you know hustle is going to be talent every day of the week i mean if you if you can actually sit and see how hard aj and gary work on a day by day basis it's incredible it's insane it's just uh and when you take the kind of talent that they have, and you work that hard, I mean that's you know that's the game, that's a win right there. So really, like just uh, just understanding that you know the harder you work, you're going to see results, and that's something that I think I've definitely had driven home.
0: So is that the biggest lesson that you've learned working with Gary and AJ?
3: Yeah, I would say it's the biggest lesson. Fantastic.
0: All right. Well, since since you are on the cutting edge of social media. Where do you see all these platforms going uh over the next three to five years?
3: You know, I kind of uh it's funny, I kinda of wanna just uh go with the safe internet answer and just say, you know, porn. i are gonna go into porn, but uh, <laughs> um, uh I don't wanna I don't wanna to be too wrong. But uh to me the uh what I can see is kind of being obvious is that as they kind of gain more mainstream acceptance and being on this side and kind of seeing that you know we're working with clients that are kind of like big mainstream clients and they maybe had never really thought to work with social media and so to me, it's kind of looking like um that day to day activities that you do now where you kind of need special equipment like iPhones or you're watching TV and you just have a like remote and TV things like that are kind of gonna be invaded by social media and become more of a more of part of the process as opposed to something. Social media just won't be something you use to comment on the process. So that's kind of where I see it going in five, ten years.
0: And, uh, you know, I just a final question for you. Did, did Gary make you pre-order his book? <laughs> no, but
3: uh, I'm definitely planning on it. I'm about to hit up, in about a month, I'm about to hit up pretty much everyone I know and start begging for orders. So uh, <laughs> we'll this book do really, really well. It's already doing great, though. I, I don't know if you guys caught it, but it was uh, number three on uh Findsnovel dot com yesterday.
0: So I saw that. I saw wow. that moving up the charts and yeah. uh, Gary's doing. You guys all are doing a great job on that. So you know, yeah. I, I want to thank you for coming on the show and taking a, a time out of your day. I know how swamped you guys are over there, but tell Gary and AJ we said hi. We're looking forward to having Gary on the program towards the end of the month, and I absolutely appreciate you coming on, my friend. Ah, right, thanks for having me. I had a great time. All right, thanks, Marcus. Thanks, Marcus. All right, so there's there's a young guy who's who's hustling, bustling, making it happen, and a great role model for all you folks out there. And I, I'm blown away, man. I'm blown away. I like the fact how yeah. Gary gets those like-minded people together, stays true. I mean, he's known these guys for 15 years, so stays true to himself and brings the people into the company that that have proven themselves and that he knows and keeps it real. So awesome stuff.
1: Yeah, to be that, uh, to be that young and be, and be around those, those kind of people, the, the lessons you can learn, obviously he, you know, one of his biggest lessons was hard work and, and, uh, Man, you know, it's 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 nice to see that uh, Gary's created an environment where employees will do, you know, they'll run through brick walls because they know what it takes uh, to make it happen. And a lot of times what you see, like I saw in corporate America was, you know, that, that mentality of entitlement. And sometimes you had uh, y- even just pure laziness. And there wasn't a whole lot of corporate uh, management and, and upper management really doing anything about that. So getting to know and creating that small niche knit group um, where everybody's on the same page i liked what he said about the competitive environment too i mean that has to be incredibly motivating to be in that <laughs> that kind of an environment
0: well i can tell you it's guys like mike litman who's watching our program here and gary vaynerchuk and, and all those guys that fuel my competitive fire right because i see how hard they're working i know i'm busting my hump and anytime i start to feel tired right i go i go to mike litman's website i go to gary vaynerchuk's website i look at some of the videos and all of a sudden, I'm not tired anymore. You know why? Because we're going to stand at the top of the mountain with everybody, and, and that's the goal here, and it takes hustle to do it. That's why, that's why that football story burned my ass so bad today, right? Here we're having Marcus on the show from, from Hustle and VaynerMedia, and here's a story about, I didn't mean to score so many points. You know, I'm sorry, dude. I, I promise you, if I'm coaching a team, Gary Vaynerchuk's coaching a team, or Mike Lipman's coaching a team, we're going to win 100 to nothing. That's my take on that. So, look, I'll drop the football thing. I do want to talk about something a little bit more special uh, in that type of thing. There's an amazing lady who is – sorry, let me get her name here. Um, Daphne Mickelson. She is doing an incredible thing. She's going to 50 states in 52 weeks and interviewing people that are uh, kind of the unsung heroes, right? People that are making a difference within the community. And a couple of our very close friends have been on our program. Now, we will run over a little bit with these videos, but I think it's very important that everybody's aware of this and and, and watches this. But we've, we've got the initial interview with Daphne. Then we have the amazing Brian Tompkins and Gilbert Malott, who was on her program and her journey. And then we have Heather O., who was just on it, this week. So I'm going to play those videos for everybody. Stick around for that. And uh, this is something that I think is very near and dear and everybody needs to know about.
2: Nice.
4: The the journey is about the people that we meet, the communities, the people impacted by the ordinary people doing extraordinary things. That is who this journey is about. It's interesting that you asked me what kind of people that I want to meet because people ask me often, are you looking for the sung hero or the unsung hero? And this is really the unsung hero. This is someone who would not consider themselves necessarily a hero, but is somebody who helped another person. As I've said it before, they take an idea they see a problem and they take that idea off of the couch and they put it into the community. Whether it be a neighbor helping a neighbor, whether it be the person who finds a neighborhood of shut-ins and makes sure that they get visitations and meals, whether it be someone who had a personal tragedy and in response to that personal tragedy took a, um, an idea and put it so far that it's become a law, and everything in between. I, I, I can't even begin to fathom what types of people that we're going to meet and I'm looking forward to that. That's part of the amazing part of this journey. We're going to learn what somebody else thinks is extraordinary. I think when people are sick and tired of the bad news, when they've just had their, their fill of it, this is an opportunity to take a vacation from all of that bad news. The 1552 journey will be the antidote to bad news, if you will. It will be an opportunity to get online and get inspired and get excited. And remember that we as Americans, working together in our own communities, move our country forward. How we're doing this journey is in... An interesting question. Um, I just left my job in healthcare. I was director of volunteer services at a 500 bed public hospital and it was an incredible experience. But when the concept came about of the journey and when I realized that this is something that is important not only to me but to every American, I decided to make some personal sacrifices. I left my job, I started filing for a 501c3, we're a nonprofit organization, and we started raising money. And of course, the day that we announced was the day that the markets collapsed and everybody's portfolio started going downhill and not a great time for fundraising. Um, So I decided to make some personal sacrifices, liquidate some of my 401k money and put it into reserves so that I could continue living, continue paying for my kids' Um, functional needs, my mortgage, my car loan, etc., and uh, my other bills, um, and make this journey happen. I believe it is that important. And I hope that as we go along, we'll get grassroots donations from people who get excited and who want to be part of the journey ten dollars, five dollars, one dollar, whatever the case may be, so that we can continue bringing these stories. But yes, I am not independently wealthy, I don't have parents who can support me or grandparents who can support me, I'm doing this on my own with the help of, of some of our fabulous donors up to this point and hopefully with the help of others as they come along and realize that this is important to them. As so well. there are three really key major components. We ask you to nominate somebody in your community, we ask you to think about how you would solve your community problems, and there's an opportunity should you be so able to donate as well to help us keep this journey going. This foundation, this Think Tank Without Walls that we'll be developing at the back end of the journey will take everything that we have learned and all of the inspiration that we have garnered throughout the year of 2009 and we'll put it into force where people can actively research these ideas, utilize these ideas, and put these ideas into solutions in their own communities.
5: Hi, my name is Brian Tompkins, and we're on the uh, south side of Chicago in Illinois. And uh, my background is education and coaching, so I've spent most of my life as a teacher and a coach. And I've always tried to do things to um, bring communities together. So when I heard the story of what you're doing, I, I was really excited to be part of it.
0: Hi, I'm Gilbert Malad. We're in the city of Big Shoulder, Chicago. Um, I used to be a C-level executive in a public traded company, and I said, I can't do this anymore. I wanted to live out my passion, and uh, part of uh, the vision of our company, Next Voice 24-7, is to help people find their passion and their talents and help those two things intersect.
5: A lot of what I'm doing now is with social media and using social media to build these communities bigger and faster than you ever could. So um, on my mission to try and bring value to other people's lives, uh, we put together an event called the Go-Giver Tour, and I was able to uh, meet Gilbert Mulat. And uh, we've been uh, able to work together on our our mission uh, to improve lives uh, here in Chicago and and across the country for that matter.
0: Brian and I met each other. We realized that we both were on the same mission, to help passion and talent intersect. And I left that business because I wanted to teach people things that I wasn't taught when I was 26 years old. And my goal was to reach out to people and give them access to leaders that we never going to have access to. Brian had the same goal, and that's when we got together. Um, we knew that we were going to help emerging leaders. We knew we were going to help entrepreneurs, and that's what we wanted to do.
5: And I guess the the project that brought us together was something called the Go Giver Tour. And it was based around the concepts within a book called The Go Giver. And uh, the title says it, you know, quite simply is giving. The model of giving is one of the best business models. So what we talked about was, you know, bringing value to people's lives, bringing more in value than you take in payment. And we took this trip, we went from here to St. Louis, to Nashville, to Atlanta, to Orlando. We brought five emerging leaders with us, so five um, young entrepreneurs that were trying to do things and trying to bring value to other people's lives. So each one of these locations, we connected with different people, and so we were able to build relationships with these people that had that same goal in mind of bringing value to other people's lives.
6: I am Heather sullivan Caney, and we are in Cary, North Carolina. Fundamentally, I'm just very, very passionate about trying to inspire educate people on the fact that we all have such tremendous personal power, potential, whatever you want to call it. I think all too often we get so caught up in just a bunch of stupid, crazy stories that people have made up along the way. Um, and I always tell everybody to you know, just change the story, you know, whatever that record player is in your head. and I'm dating myself with that one, but um, and and it's so interesting, especially right now with all the stuff that's been going on, you know, in the economy and everything else. And um, and I think and and to me, I think the ultimate freedom and independence is entrepreneurship. I don't think that necessarily everybody is in that mindset, but. You know, even if you work somewhere else, you can have something and own something and create something amazing. You know, whether it's from your hobby, whether it's a nonprofit, whatever that is. And it just it's, it it drives me crazy because so many people I think have no concept of their own ability to do that. And so as a result, people feel so out of control. Like you said, they think that they're the the you know the victim of the economy, the victim of their employer or whatever. And and I just want to say, you know, this can be the best thing that ever happened to you or the worst. It's really up to you.
0: You know, testing there, we're back, we're back. You know, I love that last statement that she just made that this can be the best or the worst thing to ever happen to you. You know, I think that's that's huge, that's powerful. And if I've learned anything from guys like Mike Lippman and Gilbert and the, the Brian Tompkins and Bob Berg and all that, and Gary Vaynerchuk and, and Marcus now, if you follow your passion and you kick butt at it and you don't worry about winning a hundred to nothing, you focus on winning a hundred to nothing. This is going to be the best economy of your life. There is no doubt in my mind.
1: It's that uh, that law of attraction that uh, you know the giving and the doing. Uh, just like Mike said yesterday, being a person of value um, instead of just a person of success or trying to be a person that makes a lot of money. That's if you can focus on that. I think there's a shift happening in the world. And being the kind of the more spiritual, more uh, mindset guy that I am, it's it's the shift that's happening toward more of that more giving more love more you know more all of all that good stuff and as that shift happens i think you're going to see a whole shift in business you're going to see a whole shift in the way we connect and um uh, and i tell you what i i i'm closer to the flag now but uh and it starts with things like that the flags for freedom uh spearheaded by laura kennedy and things like that i mean just everybody getting up and doing something like that that uh can make a change in the world it's awesome
0: Absolutely. And, you know, Mike Whitman even made a comment the other day, something about cutting 30 percent of the negative people out of your life. I'll take that one step higher. Cut them all out. Right. I'm not saying that you don't speak to them whatsoever, because some might be family members. Right. But at the end of the day, you're only as strong as your weakest link and you need to get around like minded people. And you'll notice one thing as we interview all these folks. One thing stands out. They all have drive. They all visualize what they want. They're all passionate about what they're doing, and they're not afraid to work hard and go out and get it, right? Those are some big traits that we're seeing in every single person that's coming in to Go Gladiator TV. And I think that's a lesson that I would love for all of you out there to take from this show because this show is not about us, folks. It's all about you, and we're enjoying the ride with you, and And I really feel that we soak up just as much as all of our audience members do, and and I love every minute of it. Absolutely. I mean, how amazing is this? You know, I said before, <laughs> before GoGlider TV, before social media, most of our conversations were with broke people, right? Unsuccessful people, and, and you know, you folks out there too. When you're at the water cooler, hey, how's your day doing? Yeah, <laughs> right. <laughs> life sucks, or this job sucks, and it's it's look, it's very easy to be negative. No question. We're we're conditioned to be negative it's it's a lazy way out to be negative but once you become positive and change your mindset it is so addictive that you can't help but to wake up every morning going what am i going to do today what am i going to do today and if you have that mindset not- when you wake up you're going to kick butt
1: yeah And, you know, and that's the thing is it's not so much just about social media being able to make you money and things like that. It's about the fact that we can connect on a deeper and better level with people that we are able to cut out the negativity in our lives because we now have the ability to connect with the most awesome people. You know, it's funny because I run into that all the time. I, I run into people, family, friends, and different people that say, you know, that Go Gladiator TV thing, how's that going to make any money or what's the point of that, and blah, blah, blah. But, you know, I don't let that negativity get to me because I know that I have access and I'm making sure that we're pushing this to the point where we have access to those kind of people. And guess what? We're meeting more millionaires. We're getting a chance to interview more people than, we, than I thought we'd ever get a chance to. And now... It's, it's to the point where it's amaz- It's become this amazing thing. And it's more, it really is, it's more than just success at this point. It's what you love. It's doing what you love and loving what you do.
0: Absolutely. And, you know, our consulting business is just blowing up. But we have committed to Go TV because it creates so much value for everybody else out there. And it doesn't matter how much money we make on the consulting side. We are committed to doing this. We're going to keep doing this because we know how much value it creates for everybody out there. So I'm committed 110% to Go Glider to TV, and I know Ryan is too. So
1: It's going to be it's going to be 83 to nothing, baby.
0: 83 to nothing. It's going to be <laughs> no, 183 to nothing. That's what it's going to be. All right, so in closing, we got to talk about some of the things we have going on. Shout out to Laura Kennedy. Make sure to go to FlagStillStandsForFreedom.com sure. and get involved with the Color of the Nation Red, White, and Blue campaign. As you can see all of our red, white, and blue stuff here, that goes until Veterans Day. Get involved with that. It's a very good way to get positive and get around some like-minded people. We want you folks to shoot some video of yourself just supporting the troops. We love America. We love you. And we're going to package all this up and send it out to the troops to make a difference. And and Laura's going to be spearheading this 24-hour grand finale on Veterans Day, and we're going to be a big part of that, and it's just going to be a really fun, positive, amazing experience to make a big difference all the way from here to Afghanistan to Iraq and beyond. So very passionate about that. Uh, My ebook, September 28th, right now is the tentative release date on that. That's going to be, you guys wanted it, you guys are going to get it. Um, What else do we got? GoGliderToMedia.com, all of our show recaps are up there. Uh, Pre-order Crush It today, let's get that one up to to number one on Amazon and Barnes & Noble's. Uh, blah, 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 blah. We got so much to talk about here. but uh, So just check all that stuff out. Go to gogladdermedia.com, show recaps, it's links to everything we talk about. We'll have 50 and 52 up there. Make sure to support them. Um, all right, what do you think, Ryan? That was a good show today. I mean, I'm inspired by seeing a 22 yeah. year old kid. I don't want to call him a kid, a, a 22 year old young man who is completely <laughs> on top of his game. Completely on For top sure. of his game. And Makes I guarantee even without Gary Vaynerchuk, he would be on top of his game as well. So, Yeah. All right, and don't forget September 24th, special show, 10.30 p.m. live right here. Crush It meets Love It in the House of Gladiator. That's going to be uh, a big show, and we're going to replay it the next day at our normal 2 o'clock time, and we'll be here to break it down and all that kind of good stuff. So, All right, well, I think that's it for us today i got to get to Chicago. i got to meet Ryan up there. We're going to meet Gilbert and get Brian Tompkins and Bradley Will and Bill Crosby. And, God, the whole Chicago crew is going to be up representing the day. So I'm excited about that. Got to get on the road. But that's for it. For, that's for it. That's for it. That's it for us. My name is Harrison Painter.
1: And I'm Ryan O'Deek.
0: And we are your social media gladiators. See you folks tomorrow at 2. Love it.